This is Edelman Financial Engines Everyday Wealth with award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien, personal finance expert Gene Chatsky, and Edelman Financial Engines Wealth Planner Jason Cowens. If you have a question or just something that is unique to you, your own personal situation, we can get you some at least initial answers right here on the show. So this week, we have a listener named Joe. He wrote in about RMDs and QLACs, which is Qualified Longevity Annuity Contract. So here's Joe's question. On a previous show, you spoke about RMDs, and I'd like to have your thoughts on the planning issue that leads up to the RMD requirement age of 72. What do you think about using a QLAC to hedge longevity risk? And at the same time, it allows you to keep 25% of total IRA assets up to 145000 bucks away from the RMD requirement until you start your income stream at age 84. You are then only adding the yearly income amount to your RMDs along with your total IRA amount. As a person that has a lump sum of $1.6 million and no pension, I feel like it would be a helpful diversification asset to at least have some of my money out of the market with some longevity risk protection for my wife and I, who are both at the current age of 68. Okay, Jason, so let's break it down for yes, everybody please. because because QLACs, when we talk about them, some people are using them, of course, to avoid RMDs. Right. Some people are thinking of them as longevity insurance of a sort. What do I do in, in this situation? Is this a strategy that I should be pursuing? Well, I need to look at your situation, right? So with, with no pension... Let's assume some level of small amount of Social Security. So what I have to look at is how much income do you really need from that $1.6 million, right? And I think the the new stats for a, a couple 60, I think a husband's longevity is age 85 and the wife is age 87. So really, if we're thinking longevity, the way the QLAC works is you may be turning on at 85, but you only may get two years out of it from an income source. So that's one thing to think, right? And really that notion of deferring some of the taxes from that required minimum distribution beginning at 72. Let's dig into that, right? So what I really want to figure out is if you take that $145,000, that's the maximum amount for the QLAC, and you carve it away with the thought of delaying it, what we have to unfortunately look at is that $145,000 is going to a fixed annuity, right? And the way the annuities work are, they're really based on current interest rates. So you may be getting a guaranteed fixed rate that's very, very low and really lagging inflation, right? So we may be losing the opportunity for growth for this stated mindset need of income in the future. So it's an annuity that doesn't even turn on right. until you get to be, what, 84, 85. Yeah. 85. Right, so you're, you're setting these monies aside because the way the required minimum distribution calculation works is each year, the divisor gets smaller and smaller and smaller, as your accounts grow, that RMD that you're forced to take out gets bigger and bigger and bigger and causes a bigger tax hit, right? With that deferral, that one forty five hundred forty five thousand that you're carving out is off the RMD schedule, right? You just move it off to the side. Move it off to the side. And so it doesn't get counted for RMD purposes. Once you turn it on, that income source is now income, not RMD. So it's still calculated for tax purposes, right? But what you have to think about is... If you're getting a bare minimum on that 145, you're losing growth opportunity potentially from this couple 68, from 68 to age 85, where a strategy that they may want to think about is 
that same $145,000, well, let's look at your current tax bracket. Maybe it makes sense to siphon off some of those IRA dollars and look at Roth conversion, right? Let's talk to your CPA to go, how much room do we have in your tax bracket to play with some outflows? And if we do the easy math, that's a $36,000 a year. If we do $36,000 a year for four years, that's equivalent to that one forty-five. dollars Maybe we can find the sweet spot of converting $36,000 into the Roth. You now retain control of those dollars because the way that deferred annuity works is you have to make payment options. So if you take the highest value one, the single life annuity amount, it's the highest amount. But if Joe passes away, his wife gets nothing. If you want to have a survivor component, Joe has to accept less in order for his wife to get more, mm-hmm. right? So the reduction. If you want to add an inflation rider, you have to accept less. If you want it that the annuity says, if God forbid Joe and his wife both pass away, you want to return a premium, you pay for that as well. So you're, you're looking at all these different payment plans that keep lessening the amount that you're going to be getting from this deferred annuity. And some of those options we can mitigate by going, what really are your tax burdens today? How do we siphon off some money and maybe have that Roth conversion? Because if God forbid something happens to Joe and his wife, the kids, the heirs get those Roth dollars tax free. So then do you focus more? Is your concern more about longevity for the couple or is your concern more about inflation for this couple? It goes back to longevity. So if if the wife says every woman in my family has lived to 90, I may say, well, what happens if Joe pass away is age 85? Did you really need that guaranteed income from that deferred annuity? Would you have been better off retaining the control, even in the IRA, even at the higher potential tax of the RMD? Or what's that Roth conversion strategy that may be cheaper taxes today for that delay of RMDs that usually start to get out of hand around age 80, 82 for most clients? My grandfather lived to be 98 years old. 85 doesn't scare me. 90 doesn't really scare me. 110 scares me. Right. Right. So if I want to be hedging my bets to know that whatever money I've accumulated for retirement will last me until I'm 110, how do I do that? Well, it starts with the plan. Let's talk about your situation. So, Gene, if I'm worried that you're going to live to 110, let's build a plan and work in reverse. Let's imagine a scenario and maybe it's not mitigating this this RMD, maybe it's talking about maybe you don't have enough long-term care insurance to afford those very expensive years from 100 to 110 for you. So is the answer then no, Joe? Like, let's actually walk through your plan because all the other elements need to come into play in this conversation. It's not just a yes, no, do it, don't do it. It's really, let's see what else might need work and thought. Right. Exactly. So this is a two minute conversation that my guess is if Joe and his wife reached out to one of the local planners in that 90 to two hour appointment, they'll get a much deeper dive in their situation. And this may make sense. Right. But we have to have all those other factors to really understand what's their plan. What's their goals? What are the, the speed bumps we have to wake, watch out for? And that's why reaching out to someone like we have the special offer going on right now that if you call 833-PLAN-EFE, again, 833 833- Plan EFE. One of my colleagues will be more than happy to go through Joe's scenario to go, does this make sense? Is this an appropriate strategy? What are some of the other pitfalls that you're not thinking through just trying to mitigate simply the taxes of the RMDs? 
we've got to stop right there. So Joe, as Jason mentioned, uh, feel free to reach out to someone from Edelman Financial Engines and just get some advice, have a conversation, uh, and that'll help you maybe um, get even more uh, in-depth in your answer. If you have a question uh, or a topic that you'd like us to tackle on the air, uh, just visit everydaywealth.com and you can submit your question right there. Uh, And together with an EFE Wealth Planner, we will talk through uh, some potential solutions that could work for you. Getting mauled by the bears in the stock market? What about a looming recession? Is it giving you a sinking feeling about your retirement? I'm Andy Smith, Edelman Financial Engines Wealth Planner and co-host here on Everyday Wealth. Working with an Edelman Financial Engines Wealth Planner can give you confidence no matter what the markets are up to. Right now, when you call 833-PLAN-EFE, you'll get a complimentary retirement review and financial plan. With all that's happening in the markets and the economy, this offer comes at a perfect time. Your experienced Edelman Financial Engines Wealth Planner will suggest a portfolio using our investment management approach that's based on Nobel Prize winning research. So don't miss out. Call 833-PLAN-EFE by Tuesday, August 30th at 10 p.m. for this complimentary offer. That's 833-PLAN-EFE or visit edelmanfinancialengines.com.